First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. Amazing. Whoa, amazing. What are you waiting for? Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something Amazing. IBM's announced the world's smallest computer and it only costs 10 cents. A lady grounds a flight with her bottom. (laughs) (laughs) A bathroom mirror that can analyse your health. Would you use it? A man has a stroke with surprisingly positive outcomes. That's really clever. (laughs) All that and friendship and stories... And a mailbag. And other things here on... Something Amazing. Amazing, sorry. Something Amazing. Hello and welcome to... Something Something Amazing. Amazing. Hello, Matt Tarasini. Hello, Amberly Cole. What's up? (laughs) Nothing much. How are you? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm on the end of a lurgy, so apologies if the voice is a little more nasal today. It's a bit sultry jazz (laughs) singer at the moment, right? It's, It's like literally... The oldest I can sound, and I still sound like a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a very young voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not going to get sick after this, promise, 100% oh, guarantee. Mr. Hypochondriac. See, that's the thing, is I'm not going to tell you that I'm not contagious, because that's what everyone says. They're like, don't worry, I'm not contagious. And I'm like, there is no way you know that. Yeah, unless you're a scientist. <laughs> unless you've actually, like, measured your blood. Yeah, I've just got blood. my lab at home, and I just did some checks today. <laughs> don't worry, not contagious. Can you even check if... If, if like things are contagious, is that a, is there a test? I, I, I guess if someone else gets it, off <laughs> that's the test. And by then, it's too late. Test complete. They do say that at the end of a cold, you're you're not contagious. Like by the time the symptoms are showing, you're not contagious. People say a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. You're right. Yeah. Well, aren't you seeing a doctor later? Can you ask them? I'll if, ask him. Yeah, let, let us know. <laughs> or if you know. Hello, something amazing at gmail.com. Send us an email. If this is your first time listening to us, well, yeah, we, what is happening? Wh- what is this show? What is this? Uh, so, something amazing is a show where Amberly and I, every week, we sit down and we tell each other something. They don't need to know we're sitting. We could be standing. Well, we are sitting. I'm in the king chair. You're again. lounging. You're <laughs> proper lounging. Uh, we sit down. My and we, feet, my legs are horizontal to the ground. Yeah, I could almost use that footrest as well, but I won't. I've got it all. I'm the king. So we sit down and we tell each other a fact. It could be a tidbit. It could be something we've read in the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> it never is, but it could the be. The last time I used a newspaper was to make paper mache. The only rule is it has to be something, something amazing. amazing. We've switched. I used to always explain what the podcast was. And, you can and these go back. Days, you, you, you do it. No, it it's great. 2018, year of Matt explanations. Yeah. Oh, you do a great job. Thank you. Yeah. I um, try to get it concise. I practice it during the week. Mm. You- hey, you asked me how I was doing and I like went off on my own little king chair rant. What, how are you going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm well. I look, comedy festival started. So. It's, all, it's already so, so much of it has already happened. Yeah. And I feel um, tired already, mm. and I have only seen two shows. So, uh, <laughs> you performed even... in any shows? No, zero so far. <laughs> so that's still to come. Yeah, great. We're in Melbourne where we record this, and mm. that's where the comedy festival is. I don't know if you can tell from how cool and artsy we are. <laughs> how good our coffee tastes. Um, 
I feel like it goes through this shift. On the one hand, you have it turning to winter, daylight savings ends. I might- did had did not know that daylight savings had happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you just woke up going, I feel extra refreshed. No, I think I was like, hour. I'm tired today. And someone's like, you had a whole hour extra sleep and you didn't even know. Wow. And then it just gets dark quicker. So on the one hand, you got that. So yeah. people were like, oh, no, winter. But on the other hand, there's... The, the city is alive. Like, oh, everything's yeah. a venue. There's comedians. There's heaps of shows you can see. It's great. And now we're only two hours apart from Perth. <laughs> yeah, our hometown. Yeah, so if we call mum, it's like, oh. It's closer. It's, it's only, I'm, I'm not calling you at 6 a.m. I'm calling you at 7 a.m. What does your mum call you for? I call my mum. What do you call her for? To t- talk to her. We're good friends. Okay. <laughs> I love my mum. I don't oh. think she listens to this podcast. Really? Yeah, but to be fair, she lives in Perth and for some reason she lives in a black hole of the internet, which I don't think should exist, uh, but apparently right. does. So she doesn't get internet, so she has no way of getting this. That still makes no sense to me. I feel like she's just missed ticking a box or something. <laughs> Some important box somewhere. It's, it, it does make going home a bit harder. <laughs> um, all right, should we get into our facts? I think we should. Can I start with mine? Because it's making me giggle so much. Go for it. So, <laughs> remember, uh, I had a story a couple of weeks ago about um, American Airlines, the guy who um, bought the ticket and it was fraud. like... No, no, he bought a legitimate ticket yeah. that was like, buy one ticket and then you get free flights for life. Yeah, and American how much was it? Like 150000 $250,000. This is another American Airlines um, story. What is wrong with their marketing department? <laughs> well, this time I'm, I'm not putting the onus on American Airlines. Uh, the <laughs> the um, headline is, Con- conscientious farting, woman banned from airline. <laughs> <laughs> so she was on a five-hour flight. And she passed some gas and she thought, oh, this, I, I better be nice. And she thought the best way to uh, relieve the people around her of the smell was to light some matches. Oh, no. Because that's what you do at home in the bathroom, you know, yeah. you light a match. And so the flight crew called for an emergency landing oh. and it took three hours to get all of the passengers off the plane, search the luggage and send the dogs on a sniff search. <laughs> She was just trying to be nice, but in the dumbest way possible. That happens. Flatulent passenger grounds flight. Do you remember that story? I think we spoke about it in the episode where there was a flight that had to turn around. Oh, because the toilet was clogged. The toilet was clogged. Someone did a poo that was too big in the toilet. I can't remember if I'm mixing stories or not, but there was also... Food poisoning involved? Is that, no, that was a cruise ship. That was a cruise ship. Oh, and everyone got gastro. Yeah, everyone got really bad Apparently gastro. that happens a lot on cruise ships. Everyone, like, because gastro is so contagious. Speaking of things that are contagious, gastro, um, and if you're on a boat together. And it just spread around the whole thing. Everyone's eating from buffets. Well, the rumour is. Everyone's swimming in the same pool. The rumour is that they put um, laxatives in the mashed potatoes in the cruiser's buffet to kind of loosen the stools a bit so it doesn't clog up the pipes. Because if you clog up the pipes, you can't do anything. Yeah, in the middle of the ocean. (laughs) In the middle of the ocean, the poor cruise ship plumber. Yeah. Uh, So that's a rumour. I don't know how true that is. It's definitely not true. (laughs) (laughs) You can't drug people without them knowing. I've been on a cruise. Yeah, you know I've been on a cruise. I've surely talked. Oh, yeah, you got um, the coolest kid on the ship or something. Yes, the peak of my life when I was 10, 10 years old on a cruise. Yeah, well, I love cruising. There's, my <laughs> dream is to get all my friends on a trip to Fiji. 
on a cruise ship. Am I counted? Are you a friend? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for your fact. No problem. This is a fart fact. That's uh, what made me giggle. <laughs> we spoke for minutes on a fart fact, so that's pretty good. Yeah, but farts are good. Um, okay. IBM have announced... IBS farts! All right, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> IBM have announced what they claim is the world's smallest computer. So, how big do you think the world's smallest computer is? What's the smallest computer you've ever seen? Um, is it does a GoPro count? Yeah, it's a computer. Okay, a GoPro. Oh no, does an Apple Watch count? Yep. Okay. <laughs> that. <laughs> that. Okay. So, the world's smallest computer is a chip that is smaller than a grain of salt. But why? Costs ten cents. What? The chip contains the same processing power as an x86. It'd be so easy to lose. <laughs> it's only 10 cents. You lose it, it's fine. <laughs> you just get another one. Uh, it contains the same processing power as an x86 chip from 1990, which isn't a very good chip, but still. Yeah. It's, it's Can the, you, like, play Donkey Kong Country on that? Probably not. Probably oh. not that. You probably okay. need a few of them. It includes an optical communications transceiver, so that means it can actually get information in and out of it. Mm-hmm which is nuts for something the size of a grain of rice. Um, it was a imp- grain of salt. They're, they're vastly different sizes. Okay, it is grain of salt. You're right. <laughs> uh, so is it, are we talking like Himalayan sea salt here? Or are we yeah, talking like iodized I reckon chunky table salt. salt. Chunky salt, I okay. reckon, yeah. Fancy stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's a computer. Don't forget. <laughs> um, it is intended for local applications such as tracking physical items or performing analysis on their data. Uh, and it, we don't have a release date yet. So, the, don't say we don't have a release we, date yet, as me, though you made this computer. Me and IBM been working hard on our launch, and it's not yet. <laughs> it's just a little while away. No, what's interesting about this? Have you heard of edge computing before? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you not, knew the answer to that. Well, you might have blown me away. <laughs> uh, so, edge computing is what they think is going to be a new revolution in computers. So, right now, if you have a computer, um, it's all self-contained in, like, a little box. So, if you have a laptop, that's your computer, mm. right? If you have an iPad, that's the computer. If you but have if you watch, have a PC, you can build it yourself with all the bits. That's right. That's is right. that edge computing? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. No, so edge computing is basically saying... Um, that the the bulk of computing could happen in the cloud or like far away, and then it just sends uh, like a screen to you. So instead of you having to own a whole computer, you could just own the keyboard and the mouse and the screen, yeah. and then all the actual computing happens uh, in the cloud. Yeah, okay. Now, so it could be really light. Yeah, and small. So this is what they're saying is that, like even for video games, why do you need to have a whole box rendering everything for you in your yeah, house? Okay. When if the other way of approaching the same problem just is put all of our problems in the sky. You put them in the sky and then just have the screen and the controller at your house. Yeah, that so, makes sense. That makes sense as like the next natural progression. If you're writing a sci-fi movie, that's probably where you'd go for the next natural progression. So what it needs is low latency, um, big bandwidth kind of computing and transmission. So so better internet, basically. Mm. Much better than your NBA. house at Perth. <laughs> Which is none. <laughs> Which is none. Uh, so what they're saying um, is that these kind of computers could be used for edge computing. So edge computing means basically the last little bit of computing happens 
at the edge where oh. the user is and the rest happens in the cloud. So, for example, there's a thing called IoT. Do you know what that stands for? You know I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like it how you do that with an eye roll as well. Um, it stands for Internet of Things. So what? That's not real. It's a huge thing. Uh, the industries that are driving Internet of Things are... Uh, agriculture, so farms, so you have little sensors that say how wet the soil is, the soil moisture, how much fertilizer you have left. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then uh, a farmer can look at all this data and go, okay, that bit there needs more water or that bit there needs some spray rather than spraying the whole crops. Yeah. You can just a- attack the problem areas. Um, smart cities. So Melbourne actually is quite a smart city. So um, we've got all those cool bins. Yeah. So the smart bins that. Uh, so apparently a bin in the city needs to be emptied like thirty times a day or something Whoa. insane like that. I guess that. yeah, they're not that big, are they? No, and so that's why the trucks are always going around the city. But if the trucks could know how empty or full the bins are, then they could do. Much and now more. our bins like compact the trash as well. Exactly. So that's a smart city initiative. But also you can have parking. You can have noise meters, so you can know that if there's a problem area in the city with Wow, that's cool. So basically, Internet of Things is about connecting things to the internet. Uh, uh, another example is industrial IoT. So if you have like a big uh, manufacturing plant, mm-hmm. instead of waiting for things to break, you can connect sensors to them and go, oh, this belt is starting to wear down now. Let's replace it now rather than having our... Oh, um, like those fridges that they're like, you're out of milk. Let's yeah. order you some more milk. So connected fridges is another IoT thing. Uh, even technically, I guess a drone is an IoT device because it's connected uh, and it's a thing. But um, <laughs> Yep. It is certainly a thing. (laughs) So edge computing and IoT is where these cheap little, um, not powerful, but small computers will be really handy. Because instead of um, on the farm, the moisture sensor having to talk all the time going, here's my data, here's my data. It's getting laryngitis. (laughs) You could put a little computer on the sensor and it only talks when, say, the soil moisture is low. Okay. And so... We're like, we get it. It's normal. Shut shut up, (laughs) sensor. Exactly. So the computer can do that little thing. That's kind of what meerkats do is like when... (laughs) (laughs) Are you comparing edge computing to meerkats right now? Follow my journey. Okay. So they'll have like a sentry that's on guard while the rest of them are all out scavenging for food because they have really fast metabolism. So they're going to be eating all the time and the sentry will just give out like little peeps every now and again. Yeah, like peep, everything's fine. Peep, everything's fine. Peep, everything's fine. Peep, peep, things aren't so fine. If they see like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, once when I visited the zoo, uh, I went and visited the meerkats and I saw one of those sentries like at the top. Yeah, at the zoo they get a little, they get a little bit um, lazy because they think they know that they're fine, but they still like naturally will do it. That's amazing. Yeah, sometimes they think a jet is like a eagle or something. Run, like, run, no! Run. <laughs> yeah, but they're fine. Is it an audible sound? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear it? Yeah, and they'll do different, like, um, apparently the different frequencies can mean different things. Scientists are saying that they're like, different frequencies can mean, like, how far away something is or how dangerous something is. It's incredible. Wow. Did you ever watch Meerkat Matter? Yes. (laughs) I actually watched Meerkat Matter a lot when I was trying to research up on meerkats. It's really good. Yeah. And it's, like, narrated by Mike Goldman, who is, like, the big brother person. (laughs) And also, because I started watching it on YouTube a lot, then YouTube started requesting, like, videos for me. And one of the videos it requested to me was 
all of the deaths in Meerkat Manor. And I was like, okay, who made this <laughs> who video? Made this super cut? <laughs> who's watching this? It's like someone, all of the deaths. You know how they say a serial killer is someone who kills animals? Yeah. Someone who makes a super cut of animals <laughs> dying. Yeah, is, it's not a good good trait. <laughs> put, a, put a red flag up against that user. Speaking of the fact that we're a smart city, mm. um, uh, Jordan was telling me the other day that apparently because there's like a trend to not eat uh, meat anymore, uh, that's going to be really like harmful to Australia because that's our main export is beef. And so some people are trying to make uh, video games be our next big export so that like our economy doesn't suffer when people start uh, eating less meat. Yeah. Which so, I think is really interesting. Yeah. So this whole innovation nation push is really interesting. So South Australia is actually doing some nuts good stuff like they are really doubling down on renewables they're doing stuff to me they you know how the nbn sucks <laughs> yeah. they're like um they're building their own internet for adelaide they're wow. saying let's try and attract startups and good tech talent here um by ha- having really fast internet and uh, it's really amazing. Like, uh, out of all the places in Australia, you would not think South Australia and Adelaide... What else are they doing? <laughs> ...would be the place to drive innovation, but they really are doing a good job. So now, it's really funny that Sydney and Melbourne are getting jealous. <laughs> so, We're innovative too. So, Victoria, for example, have been like... Does Perth care? You can drive cars with it on autopilot here. Yeah, you can test yourself driving cars here. Come on over. Come on over. <laughs> Victoria, the innovation nation. Hey, before I get to my next fact. Go for it. Woo, 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 woo. Oh, I know what that Mailbag. means. <laughs> Mailbag. <laughs> Did we have a song for Mailbag, like, in episode two? Oh, it's Mailbag. Put your mail into our bag and put your heart into your chest because everyone <laughs> is a best friend in the mailbag. That's when I could tell you were sick. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the normal timbre of your singing voice. <laughs> I thought that was a beautiful song. It was funny. Okay, so we get we got a, a mail from, <laughs> from Jack. Yes. Uh, he says... Have you got a fact? No, oh. he's just he's just doting on us. Uh, if you want to email us, hello something amazing at gmail.com. And you can do just what Jack has done and dote on us. In fact, <laughs> I encourage it. What has he done? Hi guys, comma love the podcast. Full stop. Just really impressed. Tbh, that's to be honest. <laughs> uh, love Jack O'Reilly. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. So just wow, I like it how Jack has taken time out of his day just to send to- us that. Just to make us feel special. And here we are reading it on the podcast. And guess what? What? We we really love your work too, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Send TB- us some of your- TBH, <laughs> you're great. Send us some of your work and we'll definitely watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so any, anyone's free to do that. Just go to hello something amazing at gmail.com. Did I do that right? You did. <laughs> you looked at me like I did that wrong. <laughs> Usually you just go email us, hello something amazing. <laughs> Or hello at something amazing. Just say to Siri, just say something amazing and she'll know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, I'm try- choosing between two facts right now. Pick the best one. Why would I have a bad one? Okay. Maybe because you hate me? N- no. I think you're a great friend. <laughs> Maybe because you hate our listeners? I love our listeners. Maybe because you hate Jack? I love Jack. Okay. Here we go. Man in 2013 had a stroke which stopped him from being able to feel sadness. What? That's so, a great thing. Yeah, right? Um, and guess who thinks it's a great thing? Uh, him, people, because that- he's not sad about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the part of his brain controlling his emotion was destroyed. Uh, his name was Malcolm Myatt. Uh, he's 68 and he spent 19 weeks in hospital. I mean, he also lost uh, the feeling in his left side. So uh, swings it's not, not fully unscathed, but also... He's not sad about it. No, he doesn't mind. He sees it as a positive. He's a retired... Of course he does. Of course he does. Well, he could be angry about it. He can still feel other emotions. Um, But the retired lorry driver... I'm quixotic about it. (laughs) I'm melancholy about my... Yeah, well, it's not a thesaurus thing. Yeah. it's. Je- I think it's all, all the words to do with sadness. Um, he said, I'm never depressed. Being sad wouldn't help anyway. Um, I would definitely rather be happy all the time than the other way around. It's adva- It's an advantage, really. Which, I mean, of course he feels <laughs> Of course he does. We can't take anything this man says. <laughs> but yeah, can you believe that? I can't. That is amazing. But do you, is that something you'd want? I, well, that's the thing is like because once you're there you don't care right 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 I think but that's I, like death once you're dead you don't care but like I guess there's like I mean if Inside Out has taught me anything there's use in sadness yeah especially for empathy and stuff but if you already understand the concept of sadness like you've felt sadness before you it's, just will never feel it again would you would you have that stroke it's like you don't have anything other than you just lose the ability to be sad yeah. If, also, all no, of the pictures of him, he was so smiley. No, of course he was. <laughs> um, it's like if you go blind after you've had sight. So, you yeah, still what's, get what's, appreciation of, like, If someone says, this light. is green, you yeah. know what's up. Yeah. So... But then it's like, you know what, what you're missing then. But I think sadness is important. Like, it makes the happiness better. But when you're Does 68, it? I don't know, maybe yeah, you've maybe done, you don't maybe want you've done all your sadness. That's a really... Like, you don't, want to, you, don't, you don't have to have your melancholy teen years. You've done that. That's a really You've probably good dealt question. with some deaths. Would you do it? Would you have that stroke? Imagine being his wife and you're like, you're not going to be sad when I die. But, I mean, it's like the same saying, I want to win lotto because I don't, I don't want to ever not have money again, right? It's exactly the same. What do you mean? Well, it's like uh, people wanting to win lotto. It's like, well, that means you'll never have to worry about money again. Yeah. Um, and so you never like, have to worry about sadness again. Yeah, it's just gone. I feel it's like gone I, as a concern. I feel like sadness is a good, good one of the better emotions to get rid of. But I feel like it is, is anxiety an emotion because I'd prefer to get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about if you're at a funeral? Like, yeah, you wouldn't. Just, you couldn't you're just go. Smiling. Well, I don't think <laughs> you're just happy about not being it. sad means you're happy. Although so he did seem neutral. like he was always happy <laughs> from the pictures. It's just being neutral. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's crazy. It, it does. I, I don't know. I feel like I don't know what I'd do. I, don't, I think I would, I'd want to feel sadness because I want to feel like everything in this world and have every experience. I'm the same. I think you need the ebbs and the, the flows, the peaks and the troughs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need them all. Uh, ready for the last fact? So ready. Google... I've heard of it. Has lodged a patent to use optical sensors to determine key cardiac measures such as pulse rate, respiration rate, blood oxygen saturation, ballistiocardiogram, and blood pressure. Get out of my body, Google! So, why is this important? Because they're going to mount all these sensors... Because of advertising, right? They're (laughs) (laughs) going to mount all these sensors behind a bathroom mirror. What? Yeah, so... The, it's going to use uh, multi-spectrum cameras, so that means not just visible light, but infrared and ultraviolet as well. Optical sensors, 
i.e. a camera, located in your bathroom mirror, which will detect the blood flow in various parts of your body and by correlating the readings from the different locations will infer other measurements such as blood pressure. The measurements can then be complemented by body-worn sensors and can provide an indication of cardiac health as well as early detection of abnormalities such as arterial fibrillation or stroke. Are you sure they're not just using it to be like, oh, when they look at this canoe, their blood pressure goes up. Let's give them more More canoe canoe ads. ads. (laughs) (laughs) This is very similar to another story that I read a couple of weeks ago that I didn't have time to talk about on the podcast where Google also realized they could, um, through computer or machine learning, take a... A picture of your eye and predict with alarming accuracy whether you're going to have a heart event in your life. Wow. This kind of, there's a lot of. But surely, uh, like, a lot of that has to do with your lifestyle. Like, sure, sure, there's a big a lot of genetics, but if I'm eating burgers every day. Eating burgers every day and not exercising. Yeah, and, and being really stressed out. Yeah, absolutely. But there's a lot of pressure on developing sensors to monitor kind of health. This goes back to that question of like, remember the death clock? Yeah, were those, do you want to know? There were those researchers who could take some scans of the body and then work out with alarming uh, accuracy how long it was going to be till someone died. Ooh. Would you want to know? And so, so this is the kind of thing. Like, would I, would I, if I stood in front of this mirror and it said, "You're in a bad way. Yeah, you're in trouble." Mm. Like, I'm such a in denial kind of person. I'm like, if I don't know, it's not a problem. Yeah. But then now again, you know. then again, my dad dropped dead at a heart attack at 56. Right. So. So he may have had the same thing. Yes. <laughs> so, and I want to, I want to get to 60. That'd yeah. be good. You can aim higher, even. No, but like that'll be a good start. I reckon. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to put my computer in a brain anyway, so you'll be able to talk to me forever. Don't worry about it. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, now I've learned that freezing myself like Walt Disney doesn't work. Well, yeah, that's right. But there's that new brain freezing technology that will probably. Not You're going to be as in well. Mars anyway. Yeah, <laughs> while we're in Mars, and then also there'll be Earth computer me. I'll be everywhere. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and your clone. Don't forget him. Oh, we've learned so much on this podcast. So many scary, scary things. So, because it, when Google combines all these sensors with their machine learning algorithms, and we know that they're really good, uh, they could provide early indications of disease and then, I guess, save lives. So, this is probably a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would people use it? I don't you're, know. You're the guy at the beginning of the movie. What do you mean? What, <laughs> this is, what like, does that mean? You're the little, in, in Jurassic Park, that little, like, that guy the, made of the dots, he, Helio. Yeah, yeah. he's, like, explaining how the dinosaurs are created. And you're yeah. like, yeah, I guess it makes sense. So how am I that? Because you're like, this is why it's a good thing. And then the dinosaurs... Kill us all. Yeah, I know. Look, with every technology revolution, there's going to be downsides. We've just got to go into it eyes wide open, not just sticking our heads in the sand. And as we go through the field uh, and and the music plays, (laughs) our eyes will be very open and all the herbivorous dinosaurs, which are the good ones, will be walking by us. Sounds good so far. <laughs> uh, this is what Black Mirror is good for. It shows you the dark side of of these technologies that we're just like they're fine. Yeah, what could go wrong? Yeah, let's rate everybody on Uber. <laughs> Emily Carl. Yes. What do you recommend? I recommend uh, always looking at the good side of things. 
uh, <laughs> as uh, almost as though there was no possible way you could look at the sad side of things. Great advice. Great advice. <laughs> I recommend connecting a thing to the internet, whether it be a light bulb, a toaster, a fridge. <laughs> Disconnect something to the net. <laughs> I recommend be confident of your farts. They're who you are. Don't light. Yeah, don't try and don't hide, try and hide them. them. Especially not on a flight and especially not with fire. <laughs> you be you. Um, I recommend not sticking your head in the sand about your health. <laughs> like really get out there and measure yourself. I'm about to go to the doctor. Yeah. So. Maybe I'll come. <laughs> I recommend uh, emailing us like Jack did at hello something amazing at gmail.com. You can send in a fact or you can just dote on us. Or you could uh, say mean things if you wanted. Yeah, you can do whatever you like. Complain away if you like. Uh, also, recommend this podcast to a friend. Yeah, don't we have a. Didn't you have a. Double goal? our listeners. Double our listeners in 2018. Have you asked anyone yet? You in the. I'm not talking to you. Yeah, in have the you years. asked anyone yet? Ask someone. Ask someone. Tell two people and one of them will listen. Tell four people. Tell a hundred people. <laughs> get on national radio and tell people about this podcast. Why don't we just get on national radio? Yeah, sure. Easy. <laughs> Why can they do it but not us? They're more Trixie. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, our Trixie listeners. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye.